What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I usually don't. I usually don't take those those games that seriously. Uh, so I don't know what was going on in my mind when, like, all of a sudden I snap and I'm like, "What the heck?" You, be, you became hyper competitive. Like you're like, <laughs> "Let's make the hardest answers possible." Yeah, and destroy those guys. Well, I mean, I thought that was the point of the game was to sure. like do you want because if you're picking a category, you want the other person to not guess it, right? Yeah, that's true. Because I, I thought that Adam Scott would would get you, but then you, <laughs> you're like, your your dad, uh, my best friend. Yeah, I was like <laughs> Mr. Sandler and your dad's first name. Uh, <laughs> but th- it's weird. Like you were like things having to do with chess, and yeah. and then you're coming up with like stuff that they didn't even mention in like searching for Bobby Fisher. It was like <laughs> you know like a castling and you know yeah. Queen's uh, what was it Queen's Gambit? Yeah, yeah, all kinds of. Yeah, uh, like one of your clues was like pawn to f four or something, and <laughs> like my wife's just like, are the we're talking about chess, the thing with the little horse, right? Yeah. Like she had no idea what we're talking about. Hey, everybody! I'm Travis, and I'm Brandon, and welcome to Apathetic Enthusiasm. Welcome and welcome in to the Titan. That's that's how you say welcome apathetic enthusiasts in in Bavarian. Sure, nobody bothered fact checking that. I'm sure it's accurate. Please please don't, especially not our Bavarian listeners. (laughs) Yes, uh, both of you. Um, So if we if we have two Bavarian (laughs) listeners, I mean, color me impressed. Yeah, no, we're 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 doing something. And you're an artist, so I know you can color. No, I can color you impressed. That's easy. That's that's like second year stuff. Would you use Would you use uh, Photoshop or uh, Adobe? I, I, Adobe product. It, it, I, I guess Photoshop is Adobe. This seems this seems more like uh, <laughs> like a, like a painting project. So I'd use Photoshop. Okay. Yeah. All right. I would I would do more of like an acrylic <laughs> acrylic coloring, but yeah, that's just that's that's a word you know, right? Acrylic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, acrylic matte, <laughs> matte. Can- canvas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, guys, this is episode thirty. Mm. We did it finally done we did all it. 30 episodes in the in the in the can i i i'd, I'd read a, a thing a couple months back about like podcasts and when they stop 
right? <laughs> and uh, so they're like, well, if you make it to episode 30, then you're good to like episode 50. And then, and then we see a lot of drop-offs, All right. something like that. Which is crazy because if you're doing a weekly show, like 52 weeks would be a full year. Yeah. So if you, episode 50 is just like, you know, we're so close to a year. Uh, let's just quit. Let's, <laughs> let's just, let's just, let's just stop. You know, I think a, a lot of it has to do with, especially for those of us who aren't established podcasters, we're not established media presences. Yes. Uh, us, us specifically. Um, you know, you know, we were part of this, you know, podcast group on Facebook and there's people who like, they, you know, not, not to disparage any of our fellow podcasters, but there are guys who post like, Hey guys, <laughs> We just we just released a new podcast and we're number one on iTunes. What? How how am I not on this new and notable? Mine, I'm, I'm, mine, I'm only ranked fifteenth on iTunes. My mind is blown. I just don't get how do we get this? You know, um, so it's just you know I don't know how they do it. Um, Our bitterness is showing right. But now. but I think I think <laughs> they have you know established media presences. Yeah, it helps. It helps. Um, so you know. Um, so I think a big part of that 52, 50, 52 weeks, whatever, is kind of uh, you know being discouraged and um, trying to build an audience somehow, some yeah. way. And so I think we just with we all just, that it said, just takes time. If you're listening, share apathetic enthusiasm with with a friend. Tell somebody about it. It will help us out. Tell, tell. All right, and that's our show. Thanks, guys. <laughs> uh, Episode thirty <laughs> in the book. So, so last week we talked about what did uh, we talk about? We talked about uh, the Walking Dead, Fear the Walking Dead. Yes, we did. And oh, then we yeah. talked about fantasy football, and uh, and and immediately after, you blamed our discussion of sports on this podcast for the passing of one of your is hero is heroes <laughs> uh, a, a fair statement? Um, uh, idols. I'll I'll. I'll I'll say, well, yeah, not a hero. Okay, he's not. A, he's not a hero, but then a hero comes along. <laughs> um, no, I, I'd say, I'd say he's a uh, an idol as far as my my horror roots are concerned. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. So, so Wes Wes Craven. Wes, Wes, yes. Wes Wes Craven. Uh, it's not that difficult of a name. <laughs> it's not that. Th- uh, I think he's a Spider-Man villain. <laughs> The Craven, Craven, Craven the Hunter. Um, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, Wes Craven, he died. Yeah. So. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it does. It does. Um, uh, a couple, a couple of the guys over on geekade.com were uh, posting stuff about sort of the impact that his work had on their their lives, and and you're you're pretty, I'd say you're a pretty big horror film fan right yeah. in general the genre is is near and dear to your heart it is it is near and dear to my heart it's it's been in my heart as far back as i can remember actually so this isn't uh this isn't a west craven thing but so i watched when i was a kid i i think i was four years old it's like one of my earliest memories uh i'm at i'm at my house and twilight zone is on and they're I'm just playing and it's uh, it's noon, whatever. My mom's in the living room watching all my children <laughs> on TV, not on VHS, not not recording it on yeah. VHS, and catching the live feed. <laughs> um, and it's it's an episode with a, a with a ventriloquist dummy, oh, right? Right. Oh, right. And, and uh, 
So the so the guy he's like, I don't want to use this ventriloquist dummy anymore. And the dummy's like, Why don't you? Why don't you? Oh, you're gonna use that other one? That's stupid. And so the guy is like, he's like, I think I'm going crazy. I think I'm going crazy. So eventually, uh, you never see like the doll move, mm-hmm. the dummy move. Um, but that uh, eventually the dummy like takes takes the guy out. And then the end of the episode is. Uh, the guy and the dummy are on stage and they're doing their comedy act, right? Yeah. And then, uh, and it's kind of dark. It's kind of dark or something like that. And then it zooms in on the guy and then the the guy has like a dummy's face and yeah. then the dummy has the guy's face on there. And it's like, it cre- creep me the heck out <laughs> as a kid. Um, so like that wasn't quite horror, but it's kind of like, it kind of introduced me to like, like child's play, it yeah. Like pushed me in sort, that, of, sort of like a, that direction. Well, I mean, I could see that being, especially for a four-year-old, pretty pretty scary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I watched child's play also as a four-year-old, four-year-old, uh, and my buddy, as, as one does, <laughs> my 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 buddy doll went straight to the straight to the closet. Like no, yeah. no more my sorry. buddy. Nope, sorry, um, uh, kid sister, get out of here. <laughs> uh. And then of course. We get to Nightmare on Elm Street, right? So, is this your first Wes Craven film, or is this? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he he done he done a few before, but you know, like Last House on the Left and Swamp Thing, um, uh, and uh, maybe a couple others. Um, but uh, yeah, so Nightmare on Elm Street was like my first introduction to him. Okay. And uh, I know you haven't seen it, but I gotta tell you. I gotta tell you, as a as a kid who's like like, all right, go to sleep, Brandon. <laughs> like, I don't want to go to sleep. I don't want to go to sleep. Brandon Curtis gonna get me. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but so uh, it's so you know a, a villain who can go in your dreams and 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 kill you there. You know, like you could be you could be awake and you're fine. It's only when you're at your most vulnerable and while you're sleeping that's that's when he gets you. And that's you know that's a very um, deep-seated fear, I think, to be helpless. Oh yeah, that. and then and definitely doesn't help with falling asleep <laughs> in a timely manner. Yeah, at, ever. Yeah, yeah. So so, so creeps. Um, but yeah, and uh, you know he he based the story off of like um, there's there's these young men who I think in an Asian country they would they wouldn't want to go to sleep and they would do everything they could to stay awake, mm-hmm. right? And then um, uh, their wives or their mothers or whatever would would hear like screaming and stuff in the room, and they'd go into the room, and then the guys would be they would be dead, right? right. So so he kind of like based it off like that idea, yeah. Blah blah blah. Okay. And then he t- got in. Then he's like, well, child murderer, um, child child molester. If we're um, going based off of his original stuff, mm-hmm. but anyways, right. yeah. uh, so so that was your first. Wes Craven film. Yeah. What do you, is there another film that maybe had the the, the biggest impact on you or, or left the biggest mark or, or would you say that that was because that was the first and the earliest that kind of uh, stuck with you the most? Uh, I would say that it, it would it have to be that one to stick with me the most. And you know, as I as I was growing up, as I as more sequels came out, um, I would just. Like that initial fear, it was always, it was always there, right? Mm-hmm. But um, I was talking to somebody the other day, and they're like, 
I forget who it was, but they're like horror movies, right? I'm so glad my parents were irresponsible and let me watch this stuff <laughs> right. as as, okay. as, a, as a young kid because like same thing with comedy too, inappropriate comedy. Mm-hmm. Like those those types of things end up shaping you for a long time. I, I will agree with that. I, I had much more exposure to the inappropriate comedy than I did the <laughs> horror movies growing yeah. up, but yeah, okay. So, so you know, I watched Nightmare on Elm Street at, at such a young age and Child's Play, whatever, and like growing up, that like that made that initial scare, like that made me enjoy horror. Right. Like, yeah, like I can actually like enjoy the the media and be like, yeah, all right. Whereas like some other folks that we know, BC. Okay. I'll, I'll yeah. like, <laughs> uh, you know, he's like, I can't even watch a trailer. I can't even watch a, a scary movie trailer. That's 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 my wife. Like, yeah. so like I, I, um, I saw I watched some horror movies growing up, um, not a ton. Yeah. Um, and then like probably like teenage years, you know, like uh, a scream was coming out and all those things, you know, started started going to the movies with my friends and watching all those. Um, started started dating my wife. Yeah. Uh, and she wasn't she 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 saw a few of those movies, but really wasn't into it. And then uh, by the time, like, we started college, she was just like, no, I am out on horror movies. So, like, yeah. pretty much for the last, you know, eh, 10, 15 years, like, uh, I have to, like, fast no. forward through horror trailers, <laughs> like, skip ahead. Yeah. So, I'm I'm a little outside of the... I mean, I see some films every now and then, but most of the time we're watching movies together. So, yeah. not, not a lot of horror... Not a lot of Babadook happening at my house. <laughs> Babadook. Marmaduke. Um... Yeah, it's it's crazy back back in the day, like how much how much of that type of stuff I watched. <clears throat> like uh, t- a ten year old, I'm a ten year old, and my friend is having a uh, a sleepover. Right, he's up for his birthday party, and you know what? We marathoned that night uh, as a sleepover. Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon. Yeah, <laughs> it creeped me the <laughs> f out. Uh, no, so we watched Nightmare on Elm Streets so one through up until that point six. Right? All right, uh, don't bother we're, sleeping. We're we're ten year olds, right? Yeah, sure. And so there's just a group of us all watching them, and and I look back on it now, and I say to myself, like, man, that he was he was in a divorced family, and that mother just let him watch all of that stuff she's like i don't i don't care what what, I, what it's probably a wholesome Just pour me another drink nightmare on elm street wholesome family comedy <laughs> <laughs> you know uh so yeah it's it's <laughs> i look back on that with with fondness and weirdness <laughs> that that happened um okay so you're you're not just a horror film buff but a, a film buff in general um do you think like like how do you think Wes Craven and his style and sort of his early films shaped horror movies as, and the landscape of, of horror films as, as we kind of know them today. Um, yeah. So um, like glass house on the left, you know, that's uh, that kind of, that was you know, his, his first big thing. Right. And I don't know if you've ever seen, I don't know if you've ever seen it. I'll assume that you, you have not, you know, I haven't seen it, <laughs> uh, but that was like, um, that was part of that, um, like, kind of, re- like, revenge-type flick. Um, it was kind of in the age of uh, Death Wish and uh, I Spit on Your Grave, which is another <laughs> which is another uh, revenge flick. Um, you know, it's, uh, 
and that that one is like there's a bunch there's a bunch of like criminals and it op- the the movie opens up and it's kind of like it's kind of slapsticky and it they're like it's like upbeat music and like and there's like a narrative song to it but anyway so they get to the, this house right and then eventually they they rape and murder people and then the the parents of this house that they're staying in their their daughter is the one that was right yeah. was ailed uh and so then the parents find out and then the rest of the movie is revenge on the right. on the that, criminals that was recently remade a few years ago right yeah, yeah. it was yeah okay. i'm uh, not completely out of it <laughs> I'm like, yeah I'm like, that sounds yeah, really familiar you, you got it you got yeah. it um and then uh, you know he he did Swamp Thing, which was before Nightmare on Elm Street, and uh, that was that was uh, that's campy. It's got Adrian Barbeau, Adrian Hot Barbeau. <laughs> Her voice is mm, so so great, uh, but you know the effects were cheesy. Uh, so Night- Nightmare on Elm Street, that Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the Thirteenth, you know they're they're in that kind of same uh, time frame. Um, and then he did Serpent on uh, Serpent in the Rainbow, which is. Um, like based on a nonfiction book, I guess, but it's all about like Haiti and zombies and stuff like that. Hmm, okay. Um, yeah. About like, uh, about people who would be, be look dead, but then like they'd wake up in the grave later. Like, oh, all right. <laughs> like screaming. So yeah. people are like, oh, it's like The Walking Dead. Huh. Ugh. Count it. Count <laughs> points. Do I get points back? No, no points. Um, you and- awarded no points. And they got <laughs> Uh, and you you've seen Scream, right? Yeah, no, or, I I mean I I followed. Uh, I think I saw most of the Scream movies. I think towards the end there, the last probably few I didn't catch, but yeah, definitely the first. My mic is drooping. Definitely the first <clears throat> one. I, I definitely saw the first. I think two or three Scream movies in theaters. Uh, yeah, so which though that that was a little bit. That film is a little bit more like uh, teen, kind of like it's definitely like a fun kind of movie that feels more like uh, I don't know. It, it's fun with then random <laughs> <laughs> buddy getting killed, yeah, like yeah, murdered. <laughs> so um, yeah, you know, and, and I forgot about uh, you know the hills have eyes, um, which they also remade, um, and that was if you're seeing, um, I think. R- road warrior or no mad max like one of the mutants from mad max is in the hills have eyes uh so. as, as the same character <laughs> no just <laughs> he, he's a, he's a weird looking dude so like as soon as you see if you saw a picture of him you'd right. be like oh i know i think he kind of looks like sloth <laughs> <laughs> all right good um I, there's a there's a movie cursed with christina ricci about like uh, werewolves um, did I say Serpent in the Rainbow? I yep. Think. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then uh, People Under the Stairs, like that 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 movie is like, uh, my wife and I, we, we love that movie. It's so kind of, so kind of cheesy. Like half the movie, there's a guy who like runs around in like a, like a, a BDSM gimp suit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that, that, that movie, that movie's fun. Um, so if you had to take like, uh, like your top three, like for the total noob, uh, if you're recommending three Wes Craven films for someone that, that just kind of wants to get a feel for um, the highlights of his work. The hi- the highlights. <clears throat> what 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 three films would you recommend? Back so? in the highlights again. <laughs> I would take um, 
Ob- Obvi, Scream. Okay. Nightmare on Elm Street. And then uh I would I would probably go with I would go with people under the stairs just yeah. because just yeah. because that movie is 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 really it's really weird. It's really weird and it's it's kind of it's kind of cool. Um it, Wes Craven does this thing where um in People Under the Stairs where he kind of like well, even just in general like there's a whole morality to him, okay. right? Like the protagonist in people under the stairs is like a, a kid who's like a thief. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like he, he's the protagonist. He breaks into this house and he's the one who ends up being the, the hero. Right. Um, I don't know where I was going with that point. Okay. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but in nightmare on Elm street, like the, the, the parents, uh, you probably know the basic plot. So the parents they kill Freddy Krueger in his life, and then he becomes you know the villain of the dreams, right? Uh, but so all the parents are like constantly like like hiding away from like uh, reality, right? They're okay. They're they're hiding things, and mm-hmm. everybody who dies in in those that movie are people who are trying to they're they're trying to they're try, they're asleep, right? Like. <laughs> Like, we've established one, one guy no uh like uh, as a metaphor like uh people try to forget about like the horrors through sex or they're just like like they like take, they're they're escaping they're the dead. reality yeah of, of what of what's really going exactly on. and the one person who actually wins um she's the one who who beats freddie in the end okay um yeah so uh yeah, yeah. not to spoil like Pe- a 30 year old movie <laughs> people under stairs uh, Scream and Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay, so and there's strong, strong female protagonists too, because we talk about Nightmare on Elm Street, we talk about Scream. Like the, these, these female protagonists aren't helpless. Okay. Uh, no, yeah, which, which is sometimes I think a uh, sort of a, a theme or sort of something that's sort of uh, a trend that you see in a lot of horror films. It's just this like helpless girl or whatever that. It's like Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween. Like yeah. she's just like, just what are you, what's, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> um, I've never seen it. Shut I'm up. joking. Shut I'm up. Joking. I'm joking. I just wanted the, to, the one. I just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, you know, we had to. I had a films class in high school, and yeah. and the films teacher uh, played Halloween, and <laughs> she, my wife, she was in that class with me. Yeah, she was like freaked out did it did that teacher get fired no no we had a we had a (laughs) uh no not at all actually we watched a lot of uh questionable content but we had we had like a release waiver that we had to get signed and so it was like we're gonna be watching adult like not adult films but (laughs) like rated r radar does dallas (laughs) um devil miss jones that was was a really cool class because he he didn't treat us like i mean you had to be a senior to take the class so everybody was almost 18 anyway yeah um, really kind of shaped a lot of how I analyze movies and, uh-huh. and look at them, not just from a popcorn perspective, but yeah. Um, okay. Any, any other, I mean, we're talking horror movies in general, any other like, uh, trends or, or themes or, or maybe directors that are, are pushing the envelope or kind of doing uh big things right now in, in horror movies that you would want to shout out or recommend or, um, I would say, like as far as as directors go, you know, supposedly Eli Roth, who did uh, Saw, he did um, Cabin Fever, <laughs> he did uh, 
he, he's doing no he didn't do saw what am i talking about no he did a hostel okay um sorry sorry saw fans it's a completely different <laughs> want to play a game <laughs> it's completely different um but he's doing uh the green inferno i guess is is coming out it's kind of like a <clears throat> the, these 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 kids go out into the amazon and then they find cannibals and then everybody dies or something i don't know no and supposedly it's it's supposed to be pretty terrifying so so tell me because you know, I'm I'm out of the horror loop, but I, I still see a lot of trailers. I see posters, yeah, and they all kind of look the same. Uh, you know, it's like <laughs> yeah. it's like dark, somewhat wet, dirty person hiding in the corner, uh, and then like there's like a really gritty poster yeah. with like somebody that looks like they haven't shaved in a while, and uh, yeah, and then it's like coming, coming, bam, bam. like this is. <laughs> so I mean, are the is it all kind of are, are they all kind of churning doing the same thing or is it is there some like really stand out like yeah it it's it's hard to it's hard to find yeah it's hard to find new horror movies that are that are original right okay yeah uh chelsea i'll just i'll say it and i'll stop saying it I, all right. so she Your doesn't wife. she doesn't care Your my wife chelsea. chelsea you know she watches she watches uh netflix way more than i do um, because she she uses it to fall asleep, uh, <laughs> but she finds she like just goes to the horror movies and she's like oh, okay yeah okay uh. so she'll watch them all and then she's like that one sucked that one sucked that one sucked that one sucked <laughs> that was okay you might like that one you yeah know? Mm-hmm. um so so what you're saying is I should have Chelsea come down here and have this conversation <laughs> with her. yeah okay. there there are, there are a few good ones out there uh, you're next I really liked um, there's uh, it follows was it follows was a little it, it had good ideas it could have been better executed mm. um those those are two in the recent past that mm. are really good i mean uh um let the right one in or let me in uh the remake or the original are both good okay yeah. so you talk about you and chelsea watching horror movies but you guys are exploring the horror genre in a, in a little bit different uh capacity that's right, right travis you uh tell us tell us what you guys just started doing all right so as, as, as a couple's night so we're gonna we're gonna transition from from horror movies um in in last last note on that uh it, it does suck that west craven is dead i just want to mm-hmm. i just want to throw it out there because by all accounts everything i've i've read about him or, or heard about him uh from from other directors and the actors in his movies say that he was just a wonderful man. So it, uh, and like, he was like legitimately overjoyed with doing this stuff. Like Heather Lagenkamp, who, who played Nancy in Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. Um, or no, sorry. Uh, Nev, Nev Campbell, right. in scream. Yeah. She's saying there was like a scene where she like stabbed, stabbed some guy and then there's blood all over the place. And she just heard Wes Craven in the background, just just cracking up, <laughs> and just say, "That was so great! That's so great!" Uh, so, by all accounts, he is 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 a wonderful person, wonderful director, and uh, it's it's too bad he's gone. It's too bad. Uh, so, all right, transitioning. So, all right, so we're having a hard time with with horror movies, Chelsea and I, because because they a lot of them are just kind of like generic and a lot lots of CGI fests and okay. Um, yeah. You know, the the days of practical effects, unfortunately, are are they shouldn't be over. Um, they just take a lot more gonna be a, time and money. Right? There's going to be an awakening. <laughs> there's going to be. I'm telling you, <laughs> this, this December. Oh, 
the practical whole, effects are back. Practical Force effect. Awakens, which is a horror movie, as we yeah, all as clearly. Well. Chewbacca is <laughs> a monster. Um, so 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 she bought me a PS4 and uh, love to love. About two weeks ago, two three weeks ago, I I looked online and there was a review for this game called Until Dawn, and what it is is it's a horror game. All right. Yep, which is pretty popular. And so um, it's it's kind of uh, on the lines of like you know your standard adventure game um, where you you know you kind of um, there's not a lot of action. You're not like you're not doing combat or anything like that. You're just exploring. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so this this game it's about um, uh, it starts with a prologue. Uh, something bad happens, and then they go up to this cabin a year later. Uh, up in up in the mountains and it's snowing and all mm-hmm. that all that stuff. Uh, this group of friends and then stuff starts happening. People start, you know, disappearing and getting killed. Maybe perhaps. What's so great about this this game is, uh, first of all, Chelsea sits there and watches it with me and she helps me with the choices. <laughs> that's that's awesome. And, she, and, she, <laughs> and, she, and she's into it. Like we yeah. we sat for. Uh, after I got home from your house, we sat for like three hours playing playing this game. Oh, just, nice! Just us, and she's like, uh, "Is like a choice between like help or jump down?" Mm-hmm. And she's like, uh, "Help, <laughs> uh, jump down, um, give her the flashlight, stuff like that." That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so the, the the game is cool because it's it's like it's well paced, right? Okay. Yeah. Like, uh, I've tried to have her watch me play games before. Um, <laughs> Silent Hill, I think or, we all have, or Resident Evil, right? Uh, and we're, I'll be like, I'll be like looking around and like, where am I supposed to go next? I don't know where I'm supposed to go next. Uh, and then she loses interest because she's like, boring. Yeah, yeah, you're not actually doing anything. <laughs> what's What's great about this game is like, it's it's. I'll say it's on rails, um, just in the sense that like you're constantly. The, the narrative is constantly being propelled forward. Sure. Yeah. Um, so it, it's always moving forward. So it's not, so you're pretty much almost watching, um, you know, just a movie almost. Um, and the great but thing, ab- you feel more engaged in it because exactly how, however those, those minor choices, you know, divert from that main storyline. Like you still feel like you're making an impact and kind of directing the way that the story's going. Yeah. And, and that, and and even as a person that's sitting there not holding the controller, they're emotionally invested in it because they're helping make those choices. Yeah, so. exactly. I mean, you you are immersed in in the 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 characters and the story. Like you, because because you have a control over the characters, you are more invested in them. Is and yeah, that's what yeah, you're saying. Exactly. Um, and in a horror movie, <laughs> like you're if if so. This game, everybody can survive, or everybody everybody can die, and everywhere in between. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> I can I can try to go through this game and just try to save as many people as I can, or or save everybody, mm-hmm. which is one of the uh, achievements. The um, or everybody everybody will die, and I, I think that's so great because it's a choose your own adventure book Ugh. in digital form. I, those are my favorite books as a kid. Just- <laughs> So, so that it's known, um, and well, that's uh, really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it, it's uh, it's it's got all the horror cliches, you know. Like it'll be like, climb the wall safely <laughs> or quickly, and you're like, uh, well, 
I mean, no, nothing's chasing me. I'll just do it safely. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, so it, it's, it's cool. And, and it's actually, you know, there's jump scares, obviously, uh, especially like, towards the beginning because, you know, it has to, it has to get you ready for the actual horror. Right. Right. So it's like, oh, there's a bird. Oh, it's just, oh, it's just a right. bird. And then, it, and then it kind of, you do that early in a game, and then like the rest of the game, you're sort of on guard, like waiting, kind mm-hmm. of for stuff. You're like, oh, okay, well, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna look around this corner, and yeah. oh, there's nothing here. Okay, and ah, and then, yeah, that was, uh, that was Bioshock for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, which which you know you mentioned you mentioned Bioshock. Uh, th- this is so far. Uh, this is one of the top horror games I've I've, I've played. Obviously, I'm not I haven't beaten it. I'm mm-hmm. um, probably only maybe about uh, over a third of the way way through, but um, yeah, it's it's really good. And there's a bunch of other horror games that I want to just you know oh. give a shout out, shout out, shout out to you know Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> <laughs> for the Nintendo, no, we covered that one. Nintendo Entertainment System. <laughs> uh, we know that like you know uh, there's like the the really old school ones like. Um, uh, like Splatterhouse, I don't know if you ever played Splatterhouse. Mm. It's this dude with like a Jason mask, and he's like, it's a side scroller, okay. and then like you're you're fighting all this like gory stuff, and then you can hit stuff with a two by four. It's so standard. It's so so cool, so cool. Um, Resident Evil, you know, I talked about Resident Classic. Evil. Uh, Silent Hill, Silent Hill is a really really scary game for me. I I was watch Chelsea was watching it with me, and then. Uh, she went away. She's like, I'm going to bed. And so now I'm in a room by myself and it's dark, it's atmospheric. And this, there's this character called pyramid head. Everybody calls him pyramid head. Yeah. And he busts out and he starts chasing me and like, and I just start, I start running. I don't remember what I did. There's simply a puddle in your chair. I got away. And then I was like, I can't. I can't. I can't play this. I can't play this <laughs> I'm, by myself. I'm dead. I have to put it. Uh, and this is somebody who is not. I'm not afraid of scary movies anymore. Yeah, I. I think there's a there's a difference with between like a scary movie and a scary game, or where, you know, you can kind of separate yourself from the film and kind of be like, all right, that's happening on the screen, and I'm here, and yeah. You can, but when you're playing the game. You know, you're, you're you're controlling a character. You're, you're in the you're, game. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, have you ever, have you ever played Seventh Guest? I, I've I've heard about the game. I don't think I've ever played it. Yeah, it's but. it's on it's on iOS. I I suggest playing it, but because it's a it's a puzzle game, right? And there's um you're, there's no combat or anything like that. Um, if you like puzzle games. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but there's a lot of exploring, and it's like a really creepy atmosphere. Okay. It's really good. That that's a good that's a good horror horror game as well. And okay. a Maniac Mansion. Ah, I I've, I've played me plenty of Maniac Mansion. <laughs> oh, I love it. What, what what Maniac Mansion? What's your favorite part about Maniac Mansion? Um. Well, I think that was for me is my first introduction to sort of that like adventure kind of exploration type game where you where you just. You're you're in a house, yeah, and you're, um, you don't really have, uh, you know, it's it's it they're they're not telling you exactly what to do. You kind of have to explore and find for yourself what yeah. um, you know what what the clues are, what the next thing is to kind of move things along. And uh, that was just, I was pretty young when when I first started yeah. playing that, and uh, it was just 
it was incredible to me. And so I started playing tons of like the LucasArts games after yeah. that and just full you know, throttle Sam and Max and all those, you know, that was, uh, was big for me in my formative years <laughs> uh, <laughs> were those types of games. So yeah, I, uh, yeah. They, put they put hamster in microwave. I, <laughs> yeah. Oh, just, oh, and the, yeah. The pixel graphics and all that stuff, like, which yeah. wasn't, uh, wasn't stylized at the time. That was just the best that they had available. <laughs> But uh, it's just it's a great look and uh, really it's a fun game. Oh, God, I, want, I bet I could find like a, <laughs> a, a like a ROM of that or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think you can. I'm sure. You, I mean, you, I mean, I could probably buy a legitimate copy somewhere. Yeah, not still, still not the, run the, it on any the, machine that I have in my house. The the five and a half. You know, you know, you indie <laughs> game developers building like iOS games. That's the type of stuff you guys should be doing. Start start making some some like adventure style yeah. games like that. I I will. I play that on my device. All yeah, the time. I, I wonder. I wonder if there's a market market for that. It's got to be. Yeah, it's got to be. I mean, in 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 an era of Flappy Birds and Angry <laughs> Birds and, and and endless runners. And, yeah, all <laughs> kinds of birds. Um, so we're talking a lot about games. Yeah, we talk uh, about we talk a lot about games. Um, we did talk about sports last week. Sports games. I figure we'll just talk. <laughs> well, let's just keep the sports talk happening. Uh, Sports Talk Radio with Brendan and Travis <laughs> on your AM dial. Uh, we're going to talk about sports. We're going to talk about e-sports. E-sports. That, that stands for... Not, not EA Sports. That stands for electronic sports. Uh, yeah, sure. Does it? I, I think... It has to. When I, when I looked it. up e-sports online, it was like also known as electronic sports or like four other things. And then there were like a couple of you know, like Korean names for it and yeah. stuff. So, um, but what is esports? What is it? It is. Yeah. What is, what is esports? What uh, are esports? What, how are esports? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I mean, it's really, it's, it's an organized multiplayer video game competition, essentially. I mean, at its, at its core. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, at, at, at its core. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, well, I mean, e uh, esports are like any other sport, in the sense that uh, they're or- organized tournaments and all this stuff, and then they they lead up to a large event, right? Yeah, sure. I mean, um, most of these, I think it's 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 evolved over the last few decades as as video games become more popular and the different styles have kind of shifted. But I think for as long as there has been video games, there have been video game competitions yeah and 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 i think esports is just sort of this um this really structured more formalized uh form of video game competition well it's like um it's like the wizard travis (laughs) you know you get the power glove you beat super mario 3 and everyone lives happily ever after That's, that's how it goes um but you know uh chris so is it the whiz or is it the is it the wizard? no the whiz is that uh um that's wizard that's, of oz that's that yeah that's that with michael wizard. jackson yes okay uh no a little, con- little confused this morning <laughs> uh so uh chris over uh geek he was he was doing like the local uh nintendo tournament right right yeah they and, this and, year they they uh rebooted the what is it the ultimate Ninte- nintendo world championships yeah um they, they they were doing that for E three this year, and uh, Chris at Geek Aid uh, Stone Age Gamer Podcast, yep, uh, Wayback Podcast, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was um, 
he was a local competitor. He was training up. Yeah. <laughs> Got, had the sweatband and, and everything. Um, but, you know, so, like, that's that's one that's one bit of it, you know. It's, like, organized competitions going up and then being largely tele- televised. Um, yeah, I think I think the, like, the stuff that's now popping up on, like, ESPN and a lot of, like, the <laughs> gaming channels and stuff, those are more of the, uh, you know, either RTS or, like, the MOBA-style competitions where you're seeing like dota 2 or or league of legends those sort of things that are really kind of where a lot of prize money and focused competition is cash cash money cash Cash, money cash yeah yeah uh you know because um if you if you've never played those games there there's a lot of skill involved with them you know yeah you you could you know especially like with starcraft 2 like they sometimes they're graded on like clicks per minute right yeah. So if you're not if you're not clicking a lot, uh, that means you're not you're not doing something right because there's always something to do. If you're not clicking, you're not winning. There's there's a there's a micro game and then there's a macro game. <laughs> you know, like like there there are guys who they'll they'll control like individual units and they'll do it really fast, right? So like they'll like back up and retreat, back up, attack, retreat, attack, retreat in one area of the map and then on the other map they go over there and then they they queue stuff, some stuff up with some hotkeys and then they go back to the their units and they're doing that um and there's there's a whole mess load of skill involved with it a lot of practice um and so when these esports events come up that stuff is on full display you know oh yeah big time and and people who go to see these things know like they're these guys are good it's just when like when you go to a college football game or an nfl game or you're watching it on tv you're like uh, especially if you've played the game before, you're like, oh, yeah. like I know how difficult that is to do. That's why that's awesome. Exactly. Yeah, I think I think that's interesting. Um, a good comparison, like as I watch sports as an adult or something, uh, versus like m- my very young kids trying to watch sports with me, and they're like, why Why is Dad getting so excited and freaked <laughs> out over that? And I think part of it's because I know how difficult or impressive you know a certain play is or things like that and for them they have no context they're like yeah "Yeah, he shot the ball it should go in the hoop (laughs) like that's what you do dad that's that's how it works um everybody everybody can do that yeah i i throw my clothes in the hamper every night uh which they don't yeah i i'll I'll score a goal from (laughs) from 50 yards out so no problem. I, I want to rewind a little bit and uh, go back in history, talk about the history of esports a little bit. History. Uh, the 70s and 80s, very early uh, video gaming. Um, that there, I think the earliest video game competition took place in October of 1972 at uh, Stanford University. There was a, a competitive game of Space War, <laughs> which... Was sponsored by Monster Energy Drinks and yep. uh, and what is it? Uh, who makes who makes the the mice and the keyboards? My, uh, uh, Logitech. <laughs> no, the the gaming ones. Oh, uh, uh, at Microsoft. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, there, there they, they a, have Logitech ma- mice. No, I know they do. <laughs> was it Razer? No. Uh, no, those are scooters. Your Razer scooters. It, That's it's, it. it was it was it was sponsored by, by Razer scooters <laughs> and Monster Energy Drinks. Um, there's a Space Invaders Championship hosted by Atari in 1980. This was the largest, uh, or earliest large-scale video game competition. 
uh, 10,000 participants. Wow. Yeah. So, um, And then, you know, there were always kind of like Pac-Man and, and Donkey Kong yeah. kind of competitions. Like the, the the Twin Galaxy stuff, you know, King of Kong. Oh, yeah. Type, type that, stuff. You've seen that documentary? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I've that's seen a great that documentary. documentary. Um, um, I think they did a, I think they did a, a sequel to it. King of Kong 2, The yeah. Return. <laughs> yeah, I had a poster for it. I had <laughs> I had the guys from Twin Galaxies sign it at Comic Con. Oh, okay, sweet. Um, I uh, never I never saw the the sequel. But. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, in the nineties, uh, this was sort of when games were kind of biggest for me. Uh, growing up was sort of, you know, this is all I wanted to do. <laughs> um, they had the Nintendo World Championship in nineteen ninety. Uh, early, early in the nineties. Blockbuster Video. Shout out to Blockbuster. Blockbuster Video. Uh, wow. What a difference. <laughs> uh, Blockbuster Video ran their World Game Championship. And I think I've told, I've told the story on the <laughs> podcast before. My, my uh, participation in the Blockbuster World Game Championship where I cheated and got like a button or something. Uh, <laughs> because, But yeah, so that was, that was something where they were like going... Uh, across the country they're they're having people come to the stores yeah. play the game so they're really trying to drive this you know interest in uh in this competition type stuff yeah um and then late 90s early 2000s it was all about like counter-strike and quake and <laughs> <laughs> i i yeah. so much counter-strike so much counter i i when when uh pc like cafes were were still really big and, and maybe maybe they still are i don't know uh my my friends back home, we'd we'd go t- to PC Bond. <laughs> that's, that's what I was going. <laughs> that was a spot, and we we'd play Counter Strike all the time. And they're you know, and they still do like all these these cool like map mods and stuff like that. But there's this one like Star Wars themed map mod, so you can drive like the uh, um, the Jawa, like that whatever that thing is called. Oh no, I'll fail this in Star Wars trivia. What movie? Uh, A New Hope. Okay. Like the the big the big uh, thing where they sell C three PO and R two out of. Oh, the, the um, sand crawler. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you could like you could Close drive call. you can you could drive one of those in the <laughs> mods or like the land speeders, right? And so we just like I'd be like, all right, just like on top of the the sand crawler, <laughs> just sniping. <laughs> yeah, uh, I didn't have. No, I I had a PC um, at the time, but. Uh, I I lived far away from my high school, so I would go over to my buddy's house who lived really close to the high school yeah. every day, uh-huh. and then we would just sit there with like, um, you know, whatever junk food we had we had gotten on the way home from school, yeah. and just switch off. Like, all right, you get three deaths, or and then and then we swap out, mm-hmm. and so we just like, <laughs> and it was o- always kind of grossly apparent when we switched because he was better at the game than I was, yeah. so like our kill to death <laughs> ratio, like. <laughs> was was I was probably ruining stats for him or something yeah. if that was kept at the time. I mean, yeah, back back in back in those days, kill death wasn't as wasn't was, as, wasn't as important, big. you know. But now, if you go on Call of Duty, he's like, "You effort noob, yeah. you have a zero zero point one. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's kill, always in the negative, or whatever. Death. So, all right. So then, you know, Y two K happens. Y two K happens. Uh, everything, get, changes. everything changes. Everything changes. <laughs> uh, we get into the the 2000s the the aughts and uh we get, we go from about 10 official gaming tournaments in 2000 to in 2010 there's like 260 like 
big name big, video game tournaments. Big brand. Uh, we start seeing more esports on TV. Uh, and then we start getting some streaming services. And I think this really streaming services are really kind of driving this yeah, explosion yeah. in esports. Uh, the big one is Twitch. And, and uh, yeah. So in 2003, Twitch viewers watched 2 billion minutes on the video game service. Nice. Mostly League of Legends <laughs> and Dota 2. Uh, I, I, watched, I watched a bunch of Twitch last night on uh, my friend Grabapint's stuff he's, yeah he's yeah he's playing mad max oh uh, really mad max yeah nice yeah bring uh, it all around yeah grab a pint you guys should check it he, he like does that every night i guess oh wow um but uh yeah it just it's it's just it's weird like the, the whole twitch thing is like I, I fell asleep to watching mad max not not his but uh on on thursday night i like um, let me let me twitch some mad max let me see what this game looks <laughs> like and then then I, I just i just passed out it's passed it's out. it's incredible like how much people are watching other people play video games yeah um it's it's so much cheaper <laughs> it, it is like uh there have been you know especially when i was really deep into minecraft for for a long time i watched so much like youtube video of people playing minecraft yeah um part Weird. of that was because when i when i couldn't be playing minecraft i was like well i'll at least i'll get to watch other people play minecraft <laughs> um but yeah, and now even like YouTube itself is trying to get in on yeah. the game streaming thing. They yeah. just released their YouTube gaming app or, or channel or website, whatever it is. It's so you can download a separate app for your devices and it's completely geared towards streaming and playing yeah. gaming videos. So my uh our our friend Zach, when when I was in Korea, we we, we were watching like them people play StarCraft two and League of Legends on the actual on the TV out there, right? Yeah. And so we're like laying, we're just in the hotel room. We're just watch, we're drinking and watching people play sports, esports, yeah. and it's it's it was you know, it's so much more interesting than like watching baseball for us, right? Right. Yeah. And I think I think that's when you're already engaged in that yeah. activity, um, and you're invested in it this is something for you where you can be very interested yeah. in watching it. And, and we're doing the thing that, you know, other, uh, you know, if you're watching football, you'd be like, Oh, look, look, uh, I don't know. I'll just say Mike Wallace, even though I don't like him, you know, okay. we were like, Oh man, look at, look at him. Look at him, look at him go. Look at him. Oh, you see that catch he did? Oh, what? look at that hit. You know, that type. Of oh, thing. oh, you're, so you're talking about like, Oh, do you see him run the slot route on that? And then turn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But it, when it, people it, actually like know what they're talking about with football. Yeah, and they're watching it. Exa- exactly. Right. Sorry, Bob. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you know, when you're watching the game, you're like, Oh, oh, look, Twitch is going. Look at Twitch. Oh, he's going, he's going in that bush. Oh, he's going to hammer him. Ah! You know, like, like, you, like you know what's going. on. You know on, what's right? happening, right? Um, so, so you spent some time in Korea, played played a lot of League of Legends. That's right. And then lots of drunk League of Legends. There was an event, <laughs> so a small off. event that took place. Yeah. in your time there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what what was that? It was a, the League of Legends World Championship. Okay, so just a small gathering of folks. About just a, just a small uh, Seoul World Cup Stadium was 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 packed. <laughs> To the brim, and like in center field, they have just these massive, massive, um, two massive screens on the outside, so people can can watch. And then in the middle, they have the stage, the big screen, <laughs> the two the two teams on on either side of the screen, um, 
and uh you know like they had like an intro where, like some band got up there and like like everyone's like Woo, i know this band i didn't know that band were there pyrotechnics there the um oh crap i think there were yeah there, i'm pretty i'm pretty sure there, there had to be there yeah. there had to be um were there energy drinks there there there, there were that <laughs> there were that and then you know co- cosplayers uh you know, oh yeah yeah for sure um and just everyone in the crowd is like just so so stoked to be there i was drinking cast so i was stoked to be yeah. there too uh crappy crappy old cast <laughs> and uh i mean like each player they they introduced them and every time they introduced them like samsung white uh this guy uh and everyone's like <sighs> um <laughs> it was in you know it, it's a it's a huge of huge event and like the line was so long to get in um and then so the the character select screen like the the players know kind of like how to like amp up the crowd a little bit okay because in league of legends they're they're the characters that people are always like uh troll troll character uh mm-hmm. so there's this one character called timo and he's like kind of like a little little hamster kind of dude yeah um and uh, so, as they're selecting their their players, uh, the players are selecting the characters. Like this one guy is like he picks Timo, but <laughs> then he doesn't actually confirm it. And so like they're like Timo, and like oh, oh T- no. Timo, <laughs> and he like did that over. Um, so, <laughs> I have a Timo hat actually. All right, yeah. If you want, if you want to wear it for the next, let's put it on. <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, huge. I mean, really, stadium full of people yeah. getting behind this. Really, plus, tons more people watching either on Twitch or yeah. on on TV. Now you can watch a lot of these competitions on ESPN. Yeah, they have the announcers. They, I mean, it's really. Um, so, so I, I want to mention the thing about the League of Legends World Championship in Korea. You know, because uh, some people who are listening or might be like, "Well, well, it's Korea." Like yeah. of course it, the thing is going to be packed, but uh, they had a League of Legends tournament here at in New York at Madison Square Gardens, and it was sold out. Yeah. Um, so it's not just it's not just you know um, it's like not just Korea. like Japan and Korea. Yeah. Like being into this. Like they're, this they're, is this is this is here too. So when I see a lot of tweets like saying like esports on ESPN, GTFO, like guys, this you know. It's bigger. It's yeah, it's bigger it's, than what what um, I think the general population and realizes. I and I think if people start to become from more familiar with the content and the games that are being played, um, I think that that outside viewership can can continue to grow. Um, you know, even even bigger than it is. Yeah. Um. So so just like any other sport, uh, there are some some ethics involved. There yeah. are there are some some procedures and protocol. Yeah. So to speak, um, a lot of people have gotten gotten fined or or banned from from esports for for unsportsmanlike conduct. PEDs. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, PEDs are a real thing. Uh, yeah. That they're they're. Uh, okay. Let me. I have I have a list of some of the stimulants <laughs> and things that are being taken uh, during these uh, esports matches. Ritalin. Yep. Adderall. Yep. Uh, Vinacy. Vinacy? I don't know. I think it's whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> um, those those are all those are all drugs that can uh, significantly boost your concentration, right? So, yeah. um, which makes sense if you're 
got a lot of things happening on screen and all these things you're, you're really trying to focus on that plus yeah. if you've got a huge crowd around you you don't want to be distracted by that you really want to concentrate on what you're doing um they they also take some drugs that actually like lower your like excitement level mm. um so you don't make so that you don't make like bad decisions yeah so you can just be like really like even even emotionally and just kind yeah. of like just kind of do that stuff um and this is sort of like regular practice for just before every tournament these guys are popping all these pills and they haven't gotten to the point yet in esports where it's regulated for all the competition where they're like no you can't do that you can't you know you can't be drinking that uh we we joke about energy drinks but they're <laughs> you know they're everywhere um but they they could put, taking these drugs to to play these games could have an adverse effect especially if you're not taking them properly yeah i mean uh you've 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 played you've played a game where you're wide awake and you're like okay i'm doing great at this game Mm -hmm. and then you've played games where you're tired and it's at the end of the night and you're like i don't i don't know what i'm doing wrong sort of like playing destiny with you at (laughs) one in the morning like the last two days this weekend (laughs) yeah so you're like i I don't i don't know why i'm i'm doing so terribly right that's how that's how you know i more so than destiny that's how these guys have to have to be you know they 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 can't be tired because there's a lot of concentration and then there's like, a lot on the line will, willpower too. they have to these games aren't short sometimes right you yeah. know so they have to like maintain like a level of attentiveness and um just focus on what they're doing at all times otherwise like if so, if one of those players goes out there he could parties the night before He's he's gonna gets, gets hammered. He's probably gonna be doing terrible. He's gonna let there. his team down, um, just like in football. Just just like in football. <laughs> just, just, it's just another sport, guys. Or they're gonna uh, get suspended. I, I, I really think this is an interesting just trend. I really think that esports is going to continue to grow, um, and and I'm interested to see where it goes from here. I I I, uh, I particularly don't play a lot of League of Legends or Dota or most of those MOBA games because I suck at them, <laughs> um, but. As, as these things continue to expand and grow and, and more and more developers are building this kind of content into their game where it's, they, they are adding the, uh, sort of, um, what do you call it? Like uh, viewer mode or like, yeah. uh, and, and, and things like that. So yes, yeah, St- uh, steam, steam just, it must've been fairly recently, but uh, steam has this thing where you can like watch people play, play their games now. Yeah. Just, just in that so. menu. I, I don't know how long ago they implemented that, but, but, um, so, right. Guys, let us know what you think. Are are you into esports? Do you guys watch it? Do you guys think it's terrible and and you don't want your twenty four hours of ESPN coverage to be <laughs> littered with with video games? Yeah, when, when you could be watching replays of top ten lists. I on mean, sports. Center? I like watching ESPN. You know, <laughs> but every, like especially like when I'm on a long shift, I'm like, okay, all right, I've seen this the same like. I've, I've seen this like the loop of information like sixty yeah. times. Oh, like, Tiger Woods still hasn't recovered from cheating on his wife. <laughs> yeah, okay. and then like twenty minutes later, Tiger Woods. Uh, and let's be honest for a second, okay? Yeah, I'm not discounting golf as a sport, <laughs> but there's a lot of airtime. Yeah, of golf on television. Yeah, and it's not always as exciting as some of these esports things that are happening. So, you know. Let's just let's just let's, let's just throw let's just put that in your pocket. At least esports announcers are like excited. They're fired up. Yeah. They're not like, all right, and now and, uh, walking up to the tee, Tiger Woods. 
Adam Scott <laughs> and Chichi Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> That's a throwback to the game we were playing last night. Yeah, guys, that is our show. Before we, before we leave you, so much stuff going on in the apathetic enthusiasm sphere world. of world. Uh, if you have if you haven't caught it, uh, we are we are continuing with the. Uh, Walking Dead Fantasy League. There was no new episode this week. No, nope. uh, thanks to the labor daber. So uh, we will be back next week with an updated score. Uh, all of that is on our YouTube channel. So if you if you are not subscribed to the YouTube channel, head over to YouTube, uh, search Apathetic Enthusiasm, and 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 check out the videos there. Um, I think we're eleven days out from yeah. the amazing Honolulu Comic or Hawaii Comic Convention. Uh, that's September 18th, 20th. If you're in Hawaii, uh, come be, on, come on there. <laughs> like why, why, why don't you have your tickets yet? Uh, we're going to be at booth J eight. Um, if you, if you are able to make it out, uh, we're going to be giving away some stuff, uh, having like a raffle. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be trying to get some interviews and, and a lot more content, um, to get out to you guys. Look for that in an upcoming episode or on our YouTube channel. Um, yeah. And then this episode comes out on Tuesday the 8th. Yeah. Which means the next day is Wednesday the 9th. And it's an Apple announcement. Apple yeah. announcement. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not shy Ooh. about that. Yeah. I, you, you can hate it all you want, but I love me some Apple news. So, uh, expect, expect there to be mention of, uh, yeah. some stuff that might come out of that Apple announcement. If you um, like Apple, then check out our next episode. Yeah, and if you don't, <laughs> uh, check out our next episode to find out what, what, else what to done. hate on. What to hate on. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, will this be the finally an Apple TV announcement that has been rumored for like two years? We will find out Wednesday. Who, who's to know? Um, guys, there's plenty of ways to get in touch with the show. Email apatheticenthusiasmshow at gmail.com. Facebook dot com slash apathetic enthusiasm show yeah, yeah. twitter's at apathusiast <laughs> yeah. uh instagram apathetic underscore enthusiasm and you can send us a carrier pigeon at at carrier at, pigeon at apathetic enthusiasm <laughs> 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 that's a nice pigeon Thanks. um yeah so if you're not if you're not following those things what are you what are you doing with your life yeah come on guys uh please rate the show and share it with a friend and we're going to stop talking now. Yeah. Uh, hey, <laughs> hey guys, thanks for, yeah. for listening. Thanks for listening. We did 30 of them. Yeah. Well, we're just going to keep going. We're just going to, we're just going to keep 50 until 50. Yeah. 50. We're done. <laughs> All we're right, done. guys have a good week until next time. I'm Travis and I'm Brandon. Goodbye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.